Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Bible Project Podcast. And we're in episode 186, which is part 117 in season 2 of our journey together through the entire Bible. Season 2 is, of course, the book of Genesis. If you're just dropping in at this point, I recommend that if you wish, you can drop right back to the beginning of season 1, where I do 66 books, a series of short podcast giving a very brief overview of each of the books of the Bible before launching off in the main project that we began 117 days ago, which is going chapter by chapter, verse by verse, through the whole Bible. You'll also find there's a transcript available of every podcast in the episode notes section, and the best place to find that is in an audio version of the podcast, but there should be links there also on the on the Facebook and any YouTube posts. And I'd just like to give a quick shout out to all my Patreons, those who have committed to help support this ministry and enable this to actually take place by help meeting some of the costs of it by becoming a patron for as little as £1 a month. So if you value this work and would like to do that, just follow the links in the episode notes of any version of this podcast. But anyway, today we're in the concluding section of this overview of chapter 15. And I'd like to just conclude this section, this part of what we're doing, by making a couple of observations. So what happens here, we saw Abraham enter a covenant with God. And that covenant is a promise for him to act in a specific way, to live a life in a specific way. The covenant, is, if you like, is a sort of call to an adventure story but one that will be played out in the real life of a real man called Abraham, and it will be punctuated with failure and with sacrifices. It's sort of the archetypal story of a hero journey, but at times it's definitely going to be an uphill struggle. That's the story of Abraham, and what's so amazing about this story, it is just what a real life is like, isn't it? Whether you plan it or not, your life, and mine are going to be full of ups and downs. The question is, who do you want to have by your side when you go through the good and the bad? That's what the story of Abraham provides. It provides an example, an example of living a covenant life. The covenant, you see, is a call to decide to live in the world in a certain way under the guidance of God. The covenant is a call to faith, but it's a call to faith against the reality of the real human experience. And it's a call to go out and live, to go forth into the world. But what does all this mean after the coming of Christ in the New Testament? Because the New Testament tells us that God made a new covenant with his people, a covenant that secures and seals and would settle our salvation once and for all, not sin by sin and sacrifice and sacrifice, once and all, because now we are justified by faith. God promises us eternal protection, but whilst at the same time reminding us that there will still be some hardships along the way. I'm going to protect you, God says. You're going to have to travel through some difficult times before you reach the promised land. So protection and hardship still remain part of God's plan for us. He never promised us that there wouldn't be trials and tribulations along the way. He never promised that there wouldn't be difficulties before we entered the kingdom of heaven. 
Those who believe that God will always protect them and that everything will be good for them, they're going to be disappointed, are they? They may even become disillusioned when they experience suffering in life. They may even come to believe God has broken his promises if they're living their life that way. But God's people, you and I, friends, we can rely on God's promises, even if we have to experience suffering and, of course, eventually death. God promises to protect us and God promises to carry us through difficult times in order that we will most assuredly one day reach that promised land. Then finally, when we get there, God promises us glory, friends. Just as he promised Abraham he would inherit the land, believers today are promised a future inheritance of living in glory with him. My question when we started looking at this particular chapter was how good are the promises of God? And the answer, my friend, is they're better than any written contract because they're as good as the character of God himself. We saw in this chapter that God swore that covenant upon his own reputation. In fact, the book of Hebrews tells us this in chapter 6.13. For when God made a promise to Abraham because he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself. We saw that, didn't we? So his promises are as good as his character and his word. I'm going to close by telling you just how good God's promises are. I'm just going to read to you from Jeremiah chapter 31, beginning in verse 31, which says this. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day I took them by the hand and led them out of Egypt. My covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord, but this covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days, said the Lord. So what he's talking about there is, yes, he's going to make a new contract. That's the contract, the new covenant. Now listen to this. He's talking about you if you're a believer. Continuing in verse, the second part of verse 33, he says, I will put my law in their minds and write on their hearts. Listen, friends, this is you and I that applies to you. I will be their God and they should be my people. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, No, the Lord, for they shall all know the Lord, from the least of them to the greatest of them, said the Lord. And I will forgive their iniquities and their sins, and I will remember them no more, the sun for a light by day, the ordinance of the moon and the stars for a light by night, who disturbs the sea and its waves, roars for the Lord of hosts is his name if those ordinances depart. So how good are the promises of God? As good as the rising of the sun, the moon and the stars appearing at night. That's how good friends and that's as good as it can get. Mm-hmm.